Hello, and welcome to our March episode of County Conversations. On this month's episode, we would like to talk to you actually about a couple of subjects. The first one will be GFWC, Women's Civic Club of Carmichael's area. And we do have three speakers with us today that will tell you about their program and what they do in the community. Today we have with us Andrea Semenoff. She is the Carmichael's Women's Civic Club president. We have Cheryl Wojtek, the corresponding secretary, and Beth Weaver, a longtime member. First, I'd like to have Andrea come up and tell us about the program. Good afternoon. I'm Andrea Semenoff, the president of the Carmichael's Women's Civic Club. The formal name of our club is the GFWC, General Federation of Women's Clubs, Women's Civic Club of Carmichael's area. But when speaking about our club, members refer to us as the Carmichael's Women's Civic Club. In October of 1937, a group of women met at the Presbyterian Church in Carmichael's to discuss the formation of a women's club. This meeting led to the formation of the Women's Civic Club of Carmichael's in Cumberland Township on February 3, 1938. This is also the date that the club was federated with GFWC Pennsylvania. This club's name was later changed to the GFWC Women's Civic Club of Carmichael's area. For over a century, the members of the General Federation of Women's Civic Clubs Pennsylvania have encouraged women to unite their influence and interests to promote educational, civic, legislative, moral, and social measures. The first project of this newly formed club was a Red Cross drive in 1938. This club also held a card party and used the proceeds to purchase glasses for the needy. In December 1938, the club held a Christmas party for the children living in the Children's County home. The Carmichael's Women's Civic Club was instrumental in founding the Flanagan Public Library in 1946 and began sponsoring a baseball team in the King Cole League in the early 1950s. The club still sponsors the Civics in this league each year. Presently, along with sponsoring the ball team, the Civic Club awards two scholarships to two seniors at the Carmichael's Area High School each year, sponsors the Girl of the Month program at the Carmichael's Area High School, has held the nationwide Reese Across America ceremony at Laurel Point Cemetery in Carmichael's for the past 12 years, sends care packages to the troops, and donates items in need to the Veterans Hospital in Pittsburgh, participates in the GFWC Signature Project, Domestic Violence Awareness and Prevention. These are just a few of our accomplishments over the years. One of the newest accomplishments is we collected the plastic and um, had enough to have a bench made at the garden at the library, at the Flanagan Public Library. The GFWC Women's Civic Club of Carmichael's area encourages its members to promote and support community service programs in the areas of arts and culture, civic engagement, education and libraries, environment, and health and wellness. And now I'd like to introduce Cheryl Wojtek, our corresponding secretary for the Civic Club. Good afternoon. My name is Cheryl Wojtek, and I've been the corresponding secretary for the last 12 years, maybe, and a member for over 20 years. Um, I've been involved with the organization with many different activities. 
my job as a corresponding secretary is to send cards out to all members in need of encouragement, for wishing for better health, birthdays, anything that's in their life that we want to uh, congratulate them on or encourage them in some way. And I do that, and I keep in touch with all members that way. I also take care of mailing out packages. As Andrea mentioned, we send a lot to veterans. We have in the past years sent, well, this past February, I sent 192 signed Valentines to the Pittsburgh uh, Veterans Hospital. Um, we sent care packages out over the years. In this past December, we mailed out to the troops, for the troops, two packages. And these were all collected items from our members. I bring them to the club, I collect them, I package them, and I get them mailed out. You did not want to see my dining room uh, November or December. But I had one package of 292 ink pens, 94 packages of gum, and 161 razors. This is what the troops wanted this year in their little um, information pack they gave us. The second package had 190 ink pens, 82 packages of gum, and 149 razors. Now that was just this year. Some years we've sent hand warmers, 30, 40, 50 hand warmers, feet warmers. Some years we sent food items that are non-perishable, like jerky and different things like that. So the veterans get a lot of our attention and we appreciate them and we honor them that way. We also sent packages to the women in the military. Although these packages that go before could be men or women, but this one was specially called the glam bags. And they had in them things that women like that they usually don't get when they're out there in the field somewhere. You know, the extra shampoos, little makeup, little nail polishes, anything that would make them feel glamorous, I guess. We sent mommy and me bags out this year for expectant mothers and then gave them things that they needed. We go through domestic violence. We offer things for them all the time. We have a food bank that we donate to in the Carmichael's area. We have a family at Christmas time that we pick a one family in our area that is in need of Christmas presents for their, it doesn't matter how many children we they have or whatever, if that's the family that is chosen and given to us, we all donate. All these things that we send out are donations by our club members. And that is a lot because we only have maybe the show up hmm, 20 if we're lucky. Members show up at our meetings and we're trying to encourage more to come. But these women have donated a lot for us and, and we greatly appreciate them. One other thing, I think I mentioned everything. Oh, we also don't honor our um, firemen in our community. We honored them at one of our meetings and gave them little treat bags and EMS uh, workers in our area. Anybody that does for other people, we help to honor them too. So it's a giving organization and um, makes us feel good as members of the community to help others in the community. And now I'm going to introduce Beth Weaver. She's a longtime member of our organization and she has done very much for the organization over the years. I'm Beth Weaver. I was Beth Minder for 30-some years. Most people know me by that name. I joined the Civic Club in 1980, so it's been 43 good years with uh, a wonderful club. I've served as club president three different administrations, and I have served on the county level as county president, but I served on several uh, state committees as chairman for some of them. 
as the local level, we support whatever project the state level has for that administration. And uh, there have been some very meaningful and crucial projects that we have done on the state level, including years ago, we supported the Olympics, raising money for the Olympics, uh, raising money for autism and um, reforestation caused by uh, deer overbrows that uh, needed trees planted. <laughs> so anyway, we, that was another one of our projects. There are projects that hit everybody that are meaningful to communities and uh, individuals. And we do good work, and we work hard on the state level. They do a lot of the legwork as far as research about different projects, different uh, committees that we don't have to go find out who to contact for legislation or who to contact for elder abuse or, you know, they have it all all that done and all we have to do is, is just put our feet to the pavement and see what we can do to help and to spread the word that this is a need and that we need to fix it. It's been a good, worthwhile club. The ladies have all been wonderful to work with and to just be with every month. So think about joining us. Andrea will tell you about that more. I've been a member of the Civic Club for 31 years, and presently we have 42 members in our club. Our club meets on the first Thursday of each month, September through May, at 6 o'clock in the Methodist Church Fellowship Hall. Each month, we have a program with a guest speaker, as well as our business meeting. Our next meeting will be March 2nd, and the April meeting will be held March 30th. And new members are always welcome. So if this sounds interesting to you and you'd like to volunteer and be involved in some community activities, please come. Well, I want to thank you ladies for coming in and talking to us about the Carmichael Civics Club. I think you've educated all of us today on how many good things you do in the community. So I hope that folks will find your club very interesting and maybe you'll get some new members. That would be great. So now I want to move on to another topic that is extremely important also. And I want to bring up a speaker now, Deneen Schrader. Deneen is our Intellectual Disability Program Administrator. Deneen does a tremendous job for our IDD residents in our community. So, Deneen, I'm going to have you come up and tell us about some events that are coming up in March. Thank you, Commissioner. I'm Deneen Schrader. I'm the Intellectual Disabilities Program Administrator for Greene County Human Services. And each year, we recognize March as Intellectual Disabilities Awareness Month. It is a nationwide event to raise awareness about the inclusion of people with intellectual or developmental disabilities and address barriers in our community. About 15% of the world's population lives with a disability. Uh, we want all people of all abilities to be able to live a good life and have opportunities to do that in every aspect of life, whether it's jobs, relationships, at home, schools, anywhere people live. Anyone can be an advocate by being kind and respectful, including people in everyday activities, sharing stories, showing compassion, and recognizing situations that you can lend a hand. You can be a voice, ask if someone needs help, listen to what their needs are, and just express compassion towards people with all disabilities. You know, some disabilities are easily recognized, some are visible, 
people with cognitive disabilities, that's not something that you obviously can see. So they're no different than someone who has a heart condition or diabetes. You know, we wouldn't mistreat someone just because they have a medical um, condition. So we want folks with intellectual disabilities and cognitive disabilities to be treated the same way. Our program offers supports and services to individuals with intellectual developmental disabilities and also autism. The types of services and supports depend on the person's age and the level of care they require. Once a person is determined eligible, they would be registered with the county, assigned to our supports coordination organization, and that supports coordinator will help navigate the resources, supports, and services that are available. So we have providers in um, our county as well as the surrounding counties who offer supports with um, like job coaching, employment, uh, residential services, respite, in-home supports. There's a multitude of services that um, are available, again, depending on the age and the person's needs. They form a team of people who will advocate um, for that person. They can have friends, family, whoever they want to participate in their supports and services. And the main focus is you know, so that they can lead a good life. I mean, in the end, we all want to have a good life. So however that's defined is what our goal is to support people. So March is Intellectual Disabilities Awareness Month, and the commissioners do a proclamation each year where we recognize one of our program participants who has utilized um, services and supports to achieve their life goals. And we usually invite them to the commissioner's meeting. They have their picture taken. We present them with a certificate and the individual or family and staff have an opportunity to say a few words about um, the individual and what they have achieved. So I'd like to thank the Green County commissioners for that opportunity each year. And thank you for allowing me to speak on this topic today. Hi, this is Commissioner Blair Zimmerman. And now I'd like to tell you about some fun events coming to the area this month. We'll start off with the White Covered Bridge Association. They will hold their monthly meeting on March 7th at the Green County Community Building starting at 7.30 p.m. The Cornerstone Geological Society will hold their monthly meeting on March 14th at 4.30, and I believe that's the, uh, the log cabin next to the Waynesburg Volunteer Fire Department. Next, uh, the Penn State Extension Master Gardeners of Green County will present a gardening seminar on Saturday, March 18th, 2023 at the Penn State Extension Office in Waynesburg here on High Street. Registration begins at 8.30. And lastly is the Center Township Volunteer Fire Department Auxiliary invites you to join them for a square dance at the Fire Hall in Rogersville on March 25th at 6.30 p.m. They will miss one of their favorite square dancers, um, Buzz Walters. He loved going to uh, the square dances. They will not miss Commissioner Zimmerman because he uh, used to go there and I think in my time, probably knocked two or three people down, so uh, they won't miss me there. And with that being said, uh, Commissioner uh, Mike Belding will close. Thanks, uh, Betsy and Blair, for providing some information on organizations in the county and the latest on our events uh, coming up as we appreciate the spring weather during uh, the winter time. That concludes this month's episode of County Conversations. As always, we welcome your feedback and suggestions on future topics. Please reach out on social media with input at any time. Watch for our April episode on your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you for listening.